episode three. Charlie, what you been up to? Man, just uh, surviving over here. <laughs> <laughs> Had some sickness going on? <laughs> yeah, we're recovering. We're recovering, but it's been a, a wild summer. Dude, I'm the I'm the weakest person ever when it comes to like a like one of those 24 hour bugs. I'm out. Like yeah. I'm like, kill me now. I'm I'm done. I don't care about any. I'm, do you, I'm weak. Do you just like go to your room, shut the door? Yeah, get yeah, in bed? for sure. But yeah. don't want to talk to anybody or something. You, <laughs> um, I I'm like a in denial kind of guy. Okay. Like, yep. I'm like I, I think I can work. Sure, you know I can get a little bit done. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, unless I'm just like crazy high fever then i get a little loopy and yep um kind of silly but <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> well you're on the men though all right yeah good. yeah we're on the men good deal Doing what's well. the uh update on the are you still looking at selling some of your properties yeah actually um we are scheduled to close next week. Let's go on these. Yeah, so Let's go. I'm doing a uh, 1031 exchange. Doing it, okay. So, uh, you know, I'm new to all this. So yeah, I'm still trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I'm basically like two weeks from a time clock of where I've got to spend all this money. <clears throat> so what? We're going to kind of do public math here. So what's the, is it six months you have something to identify? So I have 45 days to identify okay. a property or multiple properties. Right. Um, they have to be, a because I'm selling multiple properties in a package, mm -hmm. the new ones that I identify have to be within 200% of the sell price. Okay. The value yeah. of the new ones, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah. if you buy a more public math. So if I'm selling three hundred thousand dollar houses, yeah, you know, that'd be three hundred thousand dollars. So what I buy can't be worth more than six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's right. interesting. So yeah, oh, it's a right. it's a weird uh, yeah. rule. Yeah. So there's kind of this odd window of forty five days where I've got to right. identify a handful of properties that I want to purchase. But then I have I think it's like 180 days or something like that to close on yeah. them. Um, so, but I, you know what I don't know is I don't know how that works if with like new builds. Yeah. Like if I wanted to go right. build property, right? I don't know. I got to figure that out. I've heard uh, on the 45 day thing. I've heard that there's some uh, backdating. Some letters are pretty common. Oh, really? <laughs> Practice in that. I've never even done a 1031. I like probably figure that out by now. But uh, yeah, I've heard heard that. Is real quick. Is does it matter what type? Like, can you buy a a strip center, like a shopping mall, or a a, a mo like I don't know, just something totally different, or does it have to be like a like, yeah. like residential house? So you can't. It can be different, but it still has to be within like real estate. Like it still has to be identified as a real estate investment. Yeah, but it yeah, can't. Sure. Like I could buy a uh you know a storage unit or yeah. something. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. would still be okay. considered investment property cool well that's exciting uh, man yeah so it's like it is kind of interesting because now it's like oh I, all of a sudden i'm at this price point where i could buy a storage unit or something yeah, like that yeah you know? and for I'm sure like, well i've never even thought about that i don't really know yeah. much about those i mean i'm still kind of new in, into all of it yeah um, so i'm still trying to figure out like it, what's more profitable to you know to expand like i'm in this position where maybe i could do something larger apartment yeah. building or something maybe yeah. i don't know maybe not quite that far but I uh, like I'm trying to figure out what's smarter to go buy a bunch of single family homes right. or, you know, try to find some unit with, or some, some building with like 15 units in it or something. I don't know. Dude, what you gotta, uh, you gotta do some research on the building thing. Cause that's where like builder developer 
comes, my hat comes on and is like, dude, you're in a primo spot to buy some land, some good land. Yeah. For that and, and have it in cash. And then, you know, you just go to the bank and they give you 100% of the vertical cost. Right. And, and like you got a class A, primo, whatever, like self storage, whatever you want to build. Yeah. And um, I can't imagine it not cash flowing like crazy as, you know, if you do self, right. if you build self storage or uh, I've got a friend, I think uh, you, you might not know, him, but uh, he is building some self storage. And man, it just takes. With any building, I mean, it just takes just some guts, you know, because yeah. he built this self-storage in the middle of, I don't want to say in the middle of nowhere. It's, try not to be too descriptive for him, but it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's not like, it's not a hot spot, right? It's, yeah. it's in a, there's people around. It's not like rural nowhere, you know, it's not in the middle of a farm or anything, but there's houses around it, but it's not like. There's nothing primo going around this area or anything. It's not yeah. ghetto, but it's not like upper class. It's just kind of like no man's land. Mm -hmm. Nothing exciting going around there. But like all the self storage is full. So, dude, he's building this 300 unit. Dude, he's already got an offer to make like life changing money. Like, you wow. know what I mean? Yeah. And, to, and so he's looking at selling it. And <laughs> he's not even done building and he's already no, sell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. And, and that's, um, I'm already starting to get offers on stuff, the build the rent neighborhoods and stuff. Oh, and really? people already, um, they're not good offers and right. you still have to get them sold. But um, before I go into my stuff, the going back to the 1031, did do you know what a reverse 1031 is? So you mentioned this the other day and I looked it up, but it, it's still a little confusing because it's yeah. basically the op. So right. 1031 is you sell a property or multiple properties, you never touch the profit, a third party takes it, and then you identify new properties, and then they, you know, you have them initiate a transaction to purchase these, so you never touch the money, so you don't have to pay taxes on it, you're yep. just deferring it and moving it into. Yep. So the way I understand it, the 1031 reverse, is you purchase properties, and then you sell properties and move, but I don't understand how you purchase a property yeah, without I'm, I'm with money. Yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I actually had this idea when you're on vacation last week. Uh, we can either we can either have a segment in the podcast or like a whole podcast does every now and then just randomly, uh, like WTF, like uh, because there's all these terms and stuff. Yeah, like a reverse ten thirty one that nobody people just throw it out there. Even a ten thirty one, and people just yeah. throw it out there, and like nobody really know. Like, like there's just some nuanced details mm -hmm. that can really. Uh, OZ funds are in there. Um, a oh, real quick, are you have you are you going to use like a tr uh? Don't you have to use like a transfer agent or something? Or yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. like this uh whole different. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've never worked with them. It right. was recommended by uh, a, a title company that I'm working with. And it's, uh, yeah, I was just like, I don't even, I think maybe they're like a CPA, but, or maybe a lawyer. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what it is. That's what I've heard from everybody. I mean, you have to, I just don't understand why, like why you can't just leave the money at your title company. And then, like, I don't understand. Yeah. And why can't the title company be a registrar? You know what I mean? Like, right, it just yeah. it just seems so much simpler and cheaper and fat, just everything. I don't know. 
But um, I, I think that would be a cool. I mean, there's some probably crazy legalities you'd have to figure out. But yeah. I think that would be a cool, uh, like business business idea. Of oh, like it's, just, it's just online. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm closing with this company. You know, just plug it in, yep. and then they transfer. They do all the paperwork and transfer all the money for you, and yep. then you yep. just when you're ready, click. So, uh, you can call me out on this if I don't do this by the next podcast. But I'm, um, so I uh, and I'll I'll tell you. This public math, like real numbers here. So I have this IRA, or so I don't even do. I don't even know if it's a Roth IRA, regular IRA. I have an IRA <laughs> that I literally didn't know about, and I get and um, it goes to a PO box that I don't have anymore. I mean, this thing, there's five thousand dollars in this thing, okay, and it's I think now it's worth six thousand. And this other investor in town, he was like, dude, we he has, he was kind of in the same scenario. And this was like six years ago. He found this IRA that he forgot about. It had like three or four things. He goes, dude, we should have a competition. Who can grow up more? And like, just roll yours in a, like a, a self-directed, self-directed IRA yeah. thing. You know, and I'm like, oh, dude, the tight wide. This is where you're so much better than me because like, I just get, I'm such a tight wad, It holds me back. And I looked at the fees, you know, it's like a couple hundred bucks a year. And I'm like, I'm not paying that. Yeah. <laughs> Guess how much this dude has in his cell? He did it. I did. Mine is, you know, grown like whatever, 20% in six years. That's like a 2% annual return, whatever. Yeah. Guess how much his is worth? I don't know. It's, what. it's like $200,000. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> and he does crazy stuff like options on land, all this stuff. So anyway, uh, yeah, that kind of is in the same vein of like a good business. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of weird. This this one, my builder uses this company, but they're like blowing me up on the phone. And like, can you just send me some forms to fill out? And they're like, no, I interview. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, whatever. Wait, but, the builder's interviewing you? No, no, no. Oh. It's my builder uses this company, the self-directed RA company. Oh, okay. And I did a bunch of, re- I mean, a fair amount of research. They do have... The lowest fees, which is what's what I was going. What's the name for, of it? Equity Trust. Okay, and um, there's a bunch, and a, apparently the guy who wanted to do the competition with me, he uses Quest. He said they're all the same; they all suck, but um, the value is like in the network of the because like what you do. I mean, obviously, I just told you how much money it's like six thousand yeah. dollars. The value is like you layer it with other people, like so I lend it like a ninety day note with it you know to somebody uh, else like to you uh-huh. even charge you temper you know and then you pay, oh, it, it's like that's the the value in it but um but i am i've got a buddy what like a, a twitter friend and he is building some sweet uh modern houses for rent in greenville south carolina mm-hmm. and there's no real minimum i mean like it's it's not it's like thousand bucks or something so i'm just gonna invest it with him and just um he's and just like you know the returns look good if it goes to zero that's fine i mean i I at least did something with it you know at least yeah you know it's like because i don't know that's been my hold up like i don't if i had a lot i could buy for that amount i would but i i don't have one and um that's what my builder does and he's he's built his up pretty so have you, you've done, sounds like you've done a little bit of research on this. A little bit, but I'm actually stuck. So I okay. did something similar where okay. I moved, I rolled over some money from a, uh, it was a Roth IRA okay. into a self-directed IRA. Okay. But now that it's there, I don't, I'm kind of stuck. I don't know how to use it because 
from what I'm reading, I need to start like a checkbook LLC, which I'm not real sure what that is. Like I, I can't yeah. figure out. I've got it. Yeah. I can't figure out to self-direct it. <laughs> it dude, it's confusing. It, it is yeah. so confusing. So I did hear one because I'm all, you know, I'm all about hacking the system. I did hear, so they like to charge you per asset you have in there. I did hear you start, you put an LLC in it. So it only owns one asset and then the LLC owns whatever. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. how you get out of their kind of fee scheme. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it, and that's another reason why I'm kind of doing. It's just like, um, again, man. I, I know it's like I would buy a lot or something, you know, yeah, or two. And then like the problem that like, to kind of get you unstuck out of the one thing, and then is it's very hard. Like I, I don't do a, a lot of research beforehand on who will lend to it. Because most lenders won't lend to a, uh, you know, a self-directed IRA. Really? Yeah. Oh, and if you, if you're, if the Charlie Gann whatever IRA owns the lot, you're going to have to build in that entity, you know, because it owns the lots. You're right. going to have to get the loan to, you know, you see what I'm saying? In the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, hmm. my builder though, he flips lots and stuff in his, and he's, I'm, grown his like very substantially i've i've thought about that like yeah just with you know i I feel like building is becoming more and more of a common thing just because real estate prices and people are like oh it's less expensive yeah you know to buy a plot of land and build my own house so i've thought about you know there's a lot of people who make great money off of you know buying and holding land yeah and i've read a little bit about it i don't know what he feels like a for me, it feels like a you know low risk, low margin type of approach. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you ever done anything like that, or what? Do you, what are your thoughts? Well, I bought some lots from a builder, and he hadn't his. I mean, he's just like like even now, man. Like I would. It's like obviously got a full pipeline of deals. Like not a good time for like I would send you the lots to buy with a takeout agreement. Like I'll pay you ten percent more. Then you're buying in like six months. You make 10% six months. That's, yeah. I don't know, sounds good or whatever. And then, um, I don't know, that'd be a, a, a decent strategy. But I'm, it's just a low number. I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's tough. Um, but have you looked in a solo 401k? No. What's this? Well, I don't know enough to really talk about it, but the, um, so I've looked with my maintenance company. I'm like, look to like, okay, how can I minimize taxes there as well, right? And it's the same kind of thing as a self-directed IRA. It's like not enough money to really even deal with it. But are you familiar with Fatfire on Reddit? No. Oh, bro. About to run your life. So it's- <laughs> Fatfire? Do you know what fire is? I mean, I like fi- real fire. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so fire- yeah, they're both on Reddit, but fire. I mean, you you've heard of Mister Money Mustache, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's fire. It's like you retire early, okay. but you, you know, like Mister Money Mustache irritates the hell out of me because so just, I just learned about him are you serious? Uh, a week ago. Oh my god! Literally, Bro, so I literally was just reading his blog the other day. <laughs> you work too much. Like what? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a little because this. Like the whole, like I try to understand the stock market and I try to understand, you yeah. know, but it's that there's just so much lingo and, and oh, so yeah. much of that world and culture oh, that's yeah. foreign to me that yeah. I really have to like read things four or five times before yeah. it starts to sink in. So 
anyways, I'm a little baffled by how like the whole dividends and yeah. like how he's just living off of that. And he explains it very thoroughly, but mm-hmm. I read it and I'm like, and he shows charts and I'm still like, I still don't know. Well, he's a, he's a great writer. Have you, have you been to his budget though for the year? No. So he posts his budget every year. Like, and it's, it's like real dollars, what he spent. And it's insane. I mean, it's like, it's no wonder this, this is kind of like uh, running the story. This is like the punchline. So he, for our listeners, this guy, Mr. Money Mustache, he, I think he worked in IT, but he never really made more than six figures, anything substantially more. And he retired by the time he was 30. And, um, but you look at this guy's budget, dude. I mean, it's like, he spends like 10,000 a year total. I mean, he like, he literally treats himself like once a year with a six pack of beer. Like that's it. Like, you know, done vacation, done do anything. And, um, I don't know, man. I just like, I don't want to live like that. Yeah. that's That was kind of his premise when I was reading. It was like, you know, I mean, there is that kind of, when it comes to finance, there's that kind of offense, defense. Yep. Like we're very totally. American to think, you know, oh, we're, yeah. we're just sold to think we need more, need more, need more, right. acquire, acquire, you know. Yeah. And so there's a piece of me that understands that, but you can take it to such a wild extreme that's like, what, what life are you living? And I understand like, you know, stuff's never going to bring you true right. joy or whatever, but. Right. Sometimes that's a lot of fun to have stuff. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> really, certain stuff. Well, like yeah, even at your uh, party you just had at your for your wife's birthday party. I mean, like he, yeah. I mean, you see his buddy. He didn't do anything like that. He yeah. Never, I mean, and that was fun. Like it was like yeah, and it wasn't had, like oh we pulled no, out a right, loan. It was right, like right, balloons right. and you know, right, right, but right. we bought the appetizers. You know, was yeah, it, it, was, it was super yeah, fun. Yeah, few hundred bucks, but yeah, it was yeah, like, it was great. Yeah, but he doesn't do that. I mean, like I said, like. He treats himself to like a six pack of beer like once a year. I mean, it's like, that's insane. Like, I don't really even drink, but that's like, it's, I don't, I want to treat myself more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, know. Uh, I have like all this from the whole phase when we were just crushing ourselves to pay off debt and, you yeah. know, consumer debt and all. You know, we went through that whole, and like, I've got this PTSD, man. I'm like, sure, dude. I, you know, I'm sure. You know what I hate? Sandwiches. Oh, yeah. I hate a sandwich. Yeah. I like, yeah, you can make a really good sandwich and I'll be like, that's a really good poor person food. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to me, it's just no, like, get it. you know, bread and then a, a I, slice of meat in between. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. my, my, you know, pure I blood like pressure goes, goes yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what I, did I you eat? What did you eat when you peanut butter sandwich every day? Uh, no, you, I'm, I skipped lunch a lot yeah almost every day right um i'd grab like uh you know a, one of those big jars of cashews or something from yeah. costco and i'd yeah. throw it on my desk and yeah. then i just, just go pop yeah. those in all day right, right, <laughs> like, right. it was awful like yeah i probably am gonna pay for that years right to right, come. right oh yeah dude i got plenty of those stories yeah, yeah. no <laughs> I, I we need to dive into that when you're ready but yeah that i'm sure that that was severe ptsd from like i just that's the thing with with that whole like Dave Ramsey crap. Like I just, I don't ever want to live like that, you know? And then it's funny, man. They, uh, <laughs> I, it just seems like once they go through it, it's like accomplished. And then they're just kind of like, that's the thing that nobody talks about. It's like, there's like nowhere to go from there. Like oh, once yeah. you get your house paid off, you're, you're still working for the man for another 40 freaking years. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I use that for a segue. FIRE, it stands for Fire Independent Retire Early or something like that. Okay. okay. 
It's on Reddit. It's all about yeah. people, right? Whatever. Well, Fat Fire, this is me and you. This is like retire early, but like with a boss lifestyle. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all these guys and gals who have, um, I mean, one of my friends is in it. He, he sold, uh, 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 trying to be like real general here. He sold his like kind of web development company to public charity company. He's like, he's done. He's like retired, retired. You know what I mean? He's kids go to, pro- I mean, he's not like he's treating, he's got both. I mean, yeah. he's, he's like great guy. And um, so anyway, that's it. It's like how to, so these guys have all pretty much sold a company, like built up a company and sold it. And uh, you know, 10 million minimum is kind yeah. of what you need. But, but all the people that post in there are like, they have to submit a verification to like the moderator of Reddit that's meant, you know? So it's like, so there's this one guy in there, man. I think he sold a tech company or something, but, you know, he was just kind of like bond businesses kind of figuring out what he wanted to do. And he, he he hit his stride with flooring and um, it's, uh, he's bond up these flooring companies uh, one of these flooring companies like really pissed me off one time. And I was like, I got so mad. It was while I was taking a year off and uh, I was like, I'm going to start a flooring company. And I did it because the the rep, the wholesaler who was going to sell me was like, how much money do you think you're going to make? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not doing it unless I can make like half a million a year or something. He's like, you're not going to make that. Just know that you're really? not going to make half a million a year owning a flooring company. And I'm like, and I really uh Is it because of the margins or Yeah, he just said it's not that he goes the he said it my best customer doesn't make that. And I'm like, he goes, maybe you can get close to that when you know, because the labor, it's all outsourced, but you make like a cut on that. So mm-hmm. it's like you may get close, but I doubt it especially starting out and you're not gonna make that for the next like five years or something. So I don't know. I just got scared out of it, but yeah. uh, man, talking to this guy and stuff or like reading his stuff. Cause he publishes all his numbers and stuff. It's pretty cool. So um, it's a good business because you don't, I like it because you get the benefits of selling a product and the margin, but you don't have any inventory risk. And that's what I love about it. Mm. You're not taking after the whole Zulu, the mattress way to blank. I don't, it would it would take a lot for me to ever get involved in a business that involved inventory again. Like, I don't know. So anyway, Interesting. I'm okay. rambling. This is a very long-winded way to go back to the solo 401k thing. So this guy posted in there kind of a scenario, making a little bit more money on the side than me, but man, check out the solo 401k thing. Like it is, Um, so- for my maintenance company, I was looking at like a SEP RA. Have you looked into those? Yeah, I've okay. looked into those. Um, you have one? No, I mean, so like a lot of people are are big on like how do we hide money so that we don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, but with all these RAs, you still have to like I'd rather pay taxes on that money now versus oh, yeah. what it turns into later. Yeah, and so I feel like. I've thought about it, you know, yeah. since I, you know, do most of my self-employed contractor right. type work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, but I'm like, I'm still, I'm gonna have to pay taxes later when that's worth a lot more. I'd rather just pay the taxes now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then throw it in a, a Roth. But uh, tell me though, I actually like your thought process on that because I don't. I've learned just 
sometimes it is, especially now, like where I'm at, like sometimes it's better just to pay it and move on and have access yeah. to the liquidity and the options. Cause right. it's like, um, but yeah, apparently it's just more, uh, flexible than, uh, um, than anything like a SEP, a self-directed RA and you can, you can, you're, I mean, you can contribute like up to $60,000 or something. Oh, really? To, no, it's a lot of money. And you know, it's, it's, um, pre-tax so you're you're reducing your rate but yet mm -hmm. you control it you know so anyway it'd be worth you checking yeah. out too i'll look into it we'll throw that in the whatever you want to do a wtf you know like whatever so yeah, um, i like it well that's exciting so you're so you're when are you supposed to close on your stuff again uh next week next uh thursday all right all right cool yeah. and then and then you've basically got six months to buy or something yeah 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 we got 45 days to identify and then yeah pretty much six right. months to actually okay i imagine if you identify and then something were happening like you said you could probably write and be like yeah that yeah, property's yeah. gone I, I i'm think, identifying yeah i think but extensions um, or whatever i do know a lot of people have done the 1031 into land and then bill on a, on the commercial side so i no. know it's it's possible so that's super exciting man yeah yeah i'm excited i feel like this is the first time that like I've, re I mean, I haven't been doing real estate long, a few yeah. years, but I feel like this is the first realized, like everything else, you know, has been <clears throat> like, you know, the, like I've got a house that I'm not selling in this package and it's like, I bought it for like 140, you, uh -huh. know, you know, this yep. property yep. and it's worth more. It's like double that, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. in value, but yep. it's such a great property. Yeah. It rents so well. It's, it's like, I Nothing love but it. upside for yeah. the whole area. Yeah. So, <sighs> you know, so I technically haven't gained a dime off of that right you know in my pocket my day-to-day -day budget right uh you know so this is like the first time i'm kind of realizing the value that here i've owned these properties that i'm selling for a little over two years yeah you know and i'm profiting off of them just for owning them yeah i haven't done you know i haven't put much of my own money at all into them if any uh you know done a little work here and there but mostly out of the margins of that you know the rental properties have paid paid for those repairs itself yeah so it's like this this margin that I'm about to realize, like I'm like, oh wow, this this really works. Like, this cool. is, this yeah, is yeah. it's the first time it feels real. Yeah, like all this stuff that I've been doing, which I feel like for for most people is pretty fast. I mean, it's only been a couple of years, super fast, and I'm already realizing, whoa, I can take this, yeah. throw it in, and and like let's do this times ten. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Who uh, did you go through an agent? How'd you sell it? <laughs> so. You know, I'm, I'm sure you get these all the time. Like you get these people just hassling, sending oh, yeah. postcards, oh, yeah. and text messages, so annoying. and I like, I hate them. Yeah. Every now and then, I'll just kind of play with them. Yep. Yep. Me too. <laughs> and so this one, I like. I was like, oh, I mean, I'd be open to selling, but probably not for what you're willing to pay. You right. know, kind of right. thing. And right. it's like, um, you know, I've got a, I've got a price in mind, and I won't budge. Or you know, I just kind of get real sure. stickler to see. Well, this one actually turns out is a local. Um, uh, a local company, investment company. And so it was like a real human. It wasn't just like okay. a salesperson. And right. then they're like, hey, I'd love to talk more. Maybe we can grab some coffee. Here's my personal cell number. Way, way different. Than, way different, Way right? different yeah. than got one yesterday. Yeah. And it was like, my thing, not to make this puppy. It's like, mine are like brand new houses. So they're always like, what's the condition? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> out, I'm out. Don't, you know, it's a brand new house. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. But they have I know, their form, like, and it, but that's that's cool. So it's a local person. Yeah, are they, are I mean, they? Do you know if they're flipping it yet, or are they? 
I I think I think eventually they will. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to sit sit on it first and and rent them from cool. what what I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like they're like they're getting a great deal. Yeah. But I got a great deal on them a few years ago. Yeah. They're not. You know, everybody kind of says you should have these standards. You should kind of figure out like what is your goal in real estate. Right. I mean, right. I I don't know. Like you're you're a big achiever. We both like kind of big achiever yeah. guys. But yeah. Like I hate setting goals, mm-hmm. just because I feel like it creates these defined limitations. Yeah. And I want to be open to any type of opportunity. But anyways, uh, like I, I I feel like I got an amazing deal on these properties. Obviously, property value's gone through the roof over a couple of years. And like, yeah. the reason I bought these is not for a long term. I was like, this is a stepping stone. I'm new in real estate. Yeah, man. This is a great deal. You got It'll, paid to learn. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, oh, now I'm in a position to buy the real estate I want to buy. That's right. And and whereas before I didn't, it was new. I didn't have a lot of money in the bank. Like yeah. I, I didn't know what to uh, what to do. So I feel like that was like a great stepping stool. So I love it, they're dude. getting an amazing deal. Yeah. I'm profiting off of an amazing deal. It's a win-win. But if, dude, I love it. Cause if you, I said this from the last episode, you're getting rid of a pain point. So exactly. just, yeah. just like you can stop there, but it's like that that's enough to sell. And also to add to that, you're you're able to sell you haven't it sounds like you haven't really fixed anything up for these people like dude that's worth so much than some retailing it with some agent dealing with some home inspector wanting you to fix three thousand different things and then them backing out and like four thousand emails later like dude that's oh my god that that's a whole nother level of pain and you know it's it costs time and stuff see if you're not having to i don't know i'll love it yeah that's what draws me nuts about like newbies that like oh, I'm doing self storage, and it's just like that's that's cool, do it, whatever. But like it's really hard to go from zero to self storage. Yeah, you know, I oh, mean, yeah. I don't know who anybody who's done it. Everybody I know that's into self storage, they started where me and you have cut our teeth and yeah. like C class, low end, cut, you know, like. Yeah. And just let let's hit some singles. Let's get some cash in the door, yeah, and then let's scale up. But no, I mean it's very hard. Yeah. Unless, yeah. Well, I think what's beautiful about like you know how Pixar like they always come out with these little shorts before you know their big movies. Yeah. Um, the the whole concept behind that is they're experimenting with ideas for movies. Yeah. And they're seeing how people respond to these little shorts. Nice. So like. You know, there was, I can't remember which, which film it was, but they had like this, these singing volcanoes. There was like this sweet little love story between a volcano that had sunk under the sea and this one that just sing. So, and then, you know, people loved it. Like it blew up on YouTube. The song was great. And then years later they came out with Maui, right? The whole island, like in the volcanoes in it. So like, there's all these little characters they're experimenting with. So I think it's brilliant model of like practice and fail at a small scale before you go in big. And so that's what I, I feel like I've been able to do with these properties. And I, I you know, like you said, cutting our teeth at, at, a, at a small scale allows us to do some stupid stuff, make mistakes. Yeah. And it not feel so big. And, and it doesn't feel like it's like, oh, going to devastate me. I was like, well, mess that up. But right. let's just change it next month. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and so now I'm going in with more experience, more confidence, a little more know-how. I love it, man. I love it. Cool. What else you got going on? Man, um, I don't know. Did you hear about? Uh, did you hear about this um, this guy that f- flipped a property? Uh, people are calling it the greatest flip ever. 
So yeah. there's this, uh, he's an older guy. He's like a multi-billionaire, original Silicon Valley guy. Okay. Uh, I think this is, this is like a perfect testament to why real estate is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, uh, I think his name's Jim Clark or something like that. I have not heard that. I'm um, so intrigued. Yeah, well, I mean, he's like old school Silicon Valley. Like he created a, a, a company that basically merged with WebMD. Okay. Um, he helped form Netscape. Like he's like original and like multi-billionaire. Well, he buys this property in Florida. Um, it's like, I don't know if it's near the Keys or whatever. It's like kind of half on this island. He buys it for $94 million last year. Okay. $94 million. Okay. It's got like a three-hole golf course yeah. at like a PGA grade level. Sure, right. Like I mean, it's like this insane property. Yeah. He buys it. He sold it this this year. You'll never guess. No, I won't. $175 million. Yeah. So he owned it for 15 months, uh-huh. bought it for 94, sold it for 175 million. Yeah. The guy basically like made, made 10 million a month or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or something on, on his, crazy. like just yeah. to own this multi-million, like yeah. insane, right? Like, that's I mean, nuts. that's, he probably made more money off of that 15 oh, yeah. month deal than any of his software or, yeah, yeah. or you know, business that's they sold. That's man. Isn't that crazy? That's the thing. There's so much money out there. It's just like it's. I know. Yeah, it's that, wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's um, uh, are you speaking of like crazy deals like that? Are you? Uh, do you know who Ed Millett is? Sounds familiar. It's kind of like a yeah. Tony Robbins type, like okay. motivation. I'm getting into. You know, I'm I'm big into that stuff. Yeah. I want to go back to the goal thing. Don't only forget to that okay. your goal comment. But uh, he bought an I. Uh, so listen to his recent bigger pockets podcast it's, it's pretty good and uh, he's done two they're both they're worth your time i okay i downloaded his last book power of one more but yeah he bought an island in maine and he's just making it his island like golf course farming like it's his legacy and uh nice. he said the design fee is going to be a million dollars just to design <laughs> just to fee, design it just to design it oh man and that that may be super fun to yeah. own something like that. Oh, have you yeah. been, have you and your family been to Maine? No, that's like one of the things it's I've worth, never been, but I'd love to get Y'all would love it. Yeah. All y'all would love it. And uh at Kenny Bunkport, you really see like how much money the Bush family, how much they're worth. Like it's that's like it's like Dubai level money they have. I mean, really? they own a peninsula in Maine and it's like these, you know, mansions. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. But uh all right, go about your goal nice. thing. I, uh, this is tough. You know, I'm a three, Enneagram three. And I, so I'm built for goal. I love goals. Like even today, I mean, I start my day with a to-do list. I just love it. But it's led to some depression because Hmm. once you accomplish, even like the big goals, dude, I've, I've accomplished them, but there's, it's just so empty. There's nothing, there's nobody in the room cheering. You know what I mean? It's just like, on paper, you're worth this or whatever the goal is. It's like, yeah. they're so empty. Mm. So I'm trying to, uh, I don't do annual goals anymore. I do have like 90 day goals to kind of like tactical get stuff done. But I try to, for my annual stuff, I try to just have a theme for the year. So a lot of times it's simplify or scale mm-hmm. or something. And um, so uh I get it though on gold yeah. on how it's like limiting and and just uh, it's you know life changes things happen so I I get that goals like we need like a more dynamic framework for it yeah yeah, yeah like I, it's not that I feel like 
goals are fundamentally wrong. Like, right. I actually love goals. I, yeah. I try to set them from time to time, but yeah. I, I, I kind of hold them very loosely. Um, That's for, the smart way to do it. For, yeah, yeah, for similar reasons. I mean, a, a lot of people will say, I mean, I've set goals and achieved them and then been like, wow, if I hadn't set that goal, I probably never would have done this. For sure. And then I wouldn't yeah. have achieved X, Y, Z. Yeah. Uh, so I love goals. I, I do, even though I said I hate goals. So uh, uh, like I, I see value in them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there it, it can create this like, yeah, almost like empty limitation of like, yeah. you start to sacrifice things around you of value that yeah. maybe you didn't see the value in them in the moment because- Three months ago, you wanted this thing, you know, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh, screw all this other stuff because I'm just trying to achieve this one thing, get out of my way. Right. And you may miss some amazing opportunities, you yeah. know, um, along the way. So, yeah, I, like I love I, I love being uh, directional and, and moving towards something I think is incredibly important. Like yeah. I mean, real estate, I never would have gotten into this if I, I didn't have these goals of like, yeah, hey, I, I, you know, I don't, I'm sick of working for the man. Like, I, you know, I don't trust my right investments in the yeah. economy right. like i i, I want to own this right yeah so um yeah i i think that's interesting uh interesting point that you said sometimes it can be can kind of create this empty achievement yeah uh, that's that's really interesting yeah yeah um have you we'll end on this one uh have you read the book or what's it uh james clear atomic habits Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's been a couple of years. Absolute yeah. masterpiece. It's great. Absolute. Yeah. Like I didn't even want to listen to it, but everybody recommended it. So good. That helped me kind of get over the whole like like goal thing too. It's just like it's all about habits and yeah. stuff. Yeah. See, that's a great example. Yeah. Like more habit chain forming, you know, yeah. versus goal achieving. Cause yeah. People hack goals, man. Like I've been, I've worked with startups long enough that oh, bro. You, you set a goal. And, yeah, dude, you've worked at some crazy places. <laughs> I, have. I, I have, didn't, yeah. I didn't just realize that. Yeah, from Dave Ramsey to startup, like you've, you've. Yeah, I feel like complete I, I've definitely, yeah, yeah, I've definitely worked in some toxic places. But you, I can't compete with you. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, you yeah, I was like a. a uh, experimental right. brainchild for terrible places. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, let's end on that. Atomic right. Habits. Go get it. And then we'll uh, Love it. hit the next one. All right.